This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The time now is uh, nine minutes past the hour, 10 o'clock. Uh, good morning on this uh, cloudy Johannesburg morning. And uh, welcome to today's discussion on a topic that has been brewing for years in South Africa. And that's the regulation of cannabis. And with the recent passage of the Cannabis for Private Purpose Bill by the National Council of Provinces, we find ourselves at a pivotal moment in the country's approach to cannabis legislation. And uh, this bill, for context, uh, promises to address long-standing ambiguities surrounding the legal usage, the cultivation and transportation of cannabis, and potentially reshaping the landscape uh, for users, cultivators as one, and uh, stakeholders across the nation. And joining us today is uh, our distinguished guest who brings uh, unique perspectives to this conversation. We have Mpumele Lozigalala, who's a legal analyst and managing director of Zigalala Attorneys, and with his expertise in law and a keen eye for intricacies of legislative processes, Pumelelo is uh, well positioned to offer insights to the implications of this bill for both individuals and also the cannabis industry at large. Uh, as we delve into this uh, multifaceted topic, I really do encourage uh, us to share the, your perspectives, raise thought-provoking questions as well, and engage in the spirited dialogue that illuminates the opportunities, but also the challenges presented by this uh, legislation. Uh, good to have you on the program this morning, Mr. Zigalal. Good morning to you, and also good morning to your listeners. So as a legal analyst, what is your initial reaction to the passing of the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill by the NCOP? How do you foresee this legislation shaping the legal landscape for cannabis users and also cultivators in this industry? Hmm. Firstly, to move towards the right direction in terms of saying, well, they've seen that the app benefits that are available in cannabis and it's also the expression or the extension of the freedom that we have in our constitution of saying that as an adult, I should be allowed to engage in whatever activities that I can fit just as long as those activities are safe. Now, what this legislation is seeking to do is to say, do whatever that you want to do, but it must be within the confines of the law. So they'll tell me how much cannabis I'm allowed to have in my position, the places in which I'm allowed to, 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 to smoke it in. Uh, obviously taking to regard the interest of other individuals as well, that they may not be interested in smoking cannabis as me, but they they must be protected in all the processes that are there. So mm. it's certainly one of those things in which uh, it's a step towards the right direction. It would need to be amended as we go along to see if if the practicality of the, the bill as it stands now can be really be able to provide the type of service and the relief in which it, it was uh, created to do. Up until then, what yeah. we have now is indeed a step in towards the right direction. You call it a step in the right direction, uh, but the bill includes stringent regulations when you look at it to also protect minors from the potential mm-hmm. harms of cannabis use. Uh, could you elaborate on these regulations and also, uh, if you will, discuss their implications for both, for both adults as well as children within the context of private cannabis uh, cultivation and also its consumption? Mm. Now, what it seeks to do, similar to your smoking regulations, and then it says we have got to understand that when it comes to cannabis, you can also plant it within your own backyard. So we need to protect children in that. So it starts by saying anyone who permits a child to participate either in the growing, in the in the in the in the, in the cultivation, or even the smoking of cannabis is going to be guilty of an of an offence. Um, but 
it, it, it then says, we are going to be liberal in the instance when you do it within your own house, uh, when you make sure that everything is done within the correct supervision. So they're not saying it's not really that bad to have cannabis being grown in your, on, your, on your own backyard. Mm-hmm. Just make mm-hmm. sure that you're able to provide the supervised building which is supposed to be there yeah. as an adult to make sure that it is contained in a much more proper sense. So. Similar to what would have an alcohol, yes, you can have alcohol in your house, but it's your responsibility to make sure that your child doesn't drink. Mm. It's the same responsibility which applies to cannabis to make sure that the child does not smoke cannabis. However, they can have extra tools in terms of the look and feel and whatever they say, but just make sure that it is not utilized by them. Our line is not the best right now. I want to take you back to our producers and we get you back on a better line and also inviting you, the power listener, to uh, engage with us on this uh, topic. Uh, it, the power line is 0861-987-000, WhatsApp line 0830-37093, on Twitter or exits at uh, PowerFM987. Remember the show hashtag is Power Talk. Facebook simply drop us a message on Power FM. We are we are uh, talking about uh, this uh, uh, this bill, this contentious bill uh, on the that's been brewing for years here in the country, and that's on the regulation of uh, cannabis. And with the recent passage of the Cannabis for Private Purpose bill by the National Council of Provinces, we we really find ourselves at a pivotal moment in the country's approach to cannabis legislation. We will still continue speaking to our guest, that's Mpumelelo Zigalala, who's a legal analyst and managing director of Zigalala Attorneys in a short while, and also be taking your calls, giving us your perspective on this issue that is the regulation of cannabis. Power Talk on Power 98.7. Continuing our discussion as the time hits uh, 17 minutes uh, past the hour, 10 o'clock, we still do have our guest Mpumelelo Zigalala, who's a legal analyst and managing director of Zigalala Attorneys. Uh, what are we speaking about this morning? We're speaking about the NCOP passing the cannabis for private purposes bill uh, six years after the decriminalization of cannabis in the country. A crucial s- a bill aimed at uh, resolving industry ambiguities is finally making its way to President Sil Ramaphosa's desk uh, for his uh, signing as well. And uh, as we continue our discussion, Mr. Zigalala, there has been this debate surrounding the disparity in regulations between cannabis and alcohol uh, with concerns raised about uh, the stigma and perceived harm that's associated with cannabis use. Can you shed light on this debate and offer insights into how the bill addresses or overlooks some of these concerns? Mm. It, it's always a tension between the two of saying what is my right for the constitution compared to the preventive measures that are there to protect the rights of innocent individuals or even kids. So what, what the bill is seeking to do is to say, yes, engage in cannabis cultivation and also cons- consumption. However, it must do it so in a considerable amount of um, uh, units which are going to be there. So it prescribes how many grams that you're allowed to have, how many trees you're allowed to have, and the minute you go over those, that particular limit, you are now liable for an offense. Mm. And then it goes further to say, in instances where you've been found guilty, this is the type of crimes or this is the type of sentences which are going to be dealt with, with with you. So at the end of the day, it's a striking a balance of saying, enjoy and use whatever that you want to do that is kind of us related, but you must do so in a small amount or in an amount that is considered to be okay as per this particular legislation. Mm. And if you go over that amount, that's when you're going to start to punish you. It, 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 it's a balancing act that some individuals may feel, well, it does not really protect the innocent individuals. 
However, those are for, that are for the promotion of cannabis and the use of cannabis, they'll then come back and say it's a step in the right direction. Power people, where are you this morning? We want your insights as well on this uh, contentious issue. Don't worry, if you are a cultivator as well, we won't arrest you. We're having an open debate regarding the NCOP's uh, endorsement of this uh, particular bill, uh, which uh, some critics have argued that the bill missed an opportunity to really regulate the commercialization of cannabis. We do see in some states, for instance, uh, in the U.S., which have legalized uh, a a cannabis cultivation and even uh, sales for medicinal use. You know, some some regions uh, are seeing the economic uh, spin-offs from the cultivation and and, and selling of of, of cannabis or cannabis products as well. Uh, And Pumelelo, on this particular subject, like I said, critics have argued that the bill missed an opportunity to regulate the commercialization of cannabis, particularly its potential as a medicinal product. How do you assess the bill's approach to commercialization and and what implications might this have for this burgeoning cannabis industry? I think they're quite correct on that, but if you even read that the title of the bill, it's very clear, it's for private purposes and not for really for, for, for commercial purposes. I think maybe what the legislature was trying to do was to say, let me proceed with caution. Let me start with the private use. I want to see how individuals are able to handle it. They that can come back and say, you know, I do not, I, I, I enjoy the use of cannabis mm-hmm. and also to medicinal reasons. However, I do not have the time to go and cultivate it. Can you please allow a process in which I'll go and be able to buy medicinal cannabis so that I can be able to utilize it at the end of the day? Yeah. So I think that's where... Um, the, the legislature may have to come back and deal with all the, those those things at a later stage. But for now, I think they're trying to say, let me provide the, the immediate risk that I'm finding. Mm. People, when they've heard that you're now allowed to use cannabis, they may have said, ah, it's a free for all. Let me provide those preventative measures. And then at a later stage, I'm going to look at the, 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 the commercialization part of it and then even bring in the medical board to then say, what is it that you should be included? Are there any benefits in which you are finding in the economic spin-offs? How do I make sure that even transformation of the economy is going to be something that can be realized uh, through through cannabis trading? Mm-hmm. So with the passage of the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill, what do you see as the most pressing challenge and maybe even opportunities for individuals, uh, businesses and policymakers in navigating this evolving landscape of the cannabis regulation in the country? I can hear you. Yes, so to repeat my question, I'm saying with the passage of the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill, what do you see as the most pressing challenges and opportunities for individuals, uh, businesses, and policymakers in navigating this evolving landscape of uh, cannabis regulation? We seem to be having a bit of trouble uh, with our lines this morning, but as we try to reconnect with Mpumelelo um, Zigalala, a reminder that uh, we are also inviting your calls on 0861-987-000, WhatsApp line 0833037093, Twitter, it's at PowerFM987. Remember, the show hashtag is uh, PowerTalk. Uh, Facebook, simply search for PowerFM. You can find us there and give us uh, your insights as well into this uh, contentious discussion on the topic that has been brewing for years in the country, and that's the regulation of cannabis. And with the recent passage of the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill by the NCOP, we do find ourselves at a pivotal moment in the country's approach uh, to cannabis legislation. And the bill really promises to address these long-standing ambiguities uh, surrounding the legal usage, the cultivation, and also the transportation of cannabis, potentially uh, reshaping the landscape for users, cultivators, uh, and stakeholders across the nation. Uh, 
Mr. Zigalala, I do believe we have you back. Uh, so before we got uh, cut off, uh, I, I posed a question regarding uh, some of the pressing challenges and opportunities for individuals, businesses and policy makers in this navigate or, or rather the navigation of this evolving landscape of cannabis mm-hmm. regulation. What are the challenges and also what are the opportunities uh, regarding this bill? The first one is that of, of the lawmakers or, or the SAPS, the other ones that are going to be in charge of enforcing this particular legislation. So if you say to them, the limit that I have is 100 grams of dried cannabis or cannabis equivalent, how much is that in terms of what we would find in the streets? It makes it very difficult for you to arrest or even to let go an individual. So you might find individuals being arrested for lesser grams, and when they've spent a few nights in jail, they are then released. As you say, well, we are sorry we didn't really be were able to recognize what exactly this particular legislation actually meant. Remember, SAPS are all used to finding a themselves in a situation where they say, ah, you have cannabis in the car, we are now going to arrest you because it's an illegal substance. It's much, much easier to enforce that particular legislation. In legislation where there are measurements and certain things which are allowed, that's when you find yourself in a, in, in a bit of a fix. Mm. When it comes to policymakers, you then say, how do I make a policy which is going to promote the private use of cannabis, yeah. but not step on the, 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 those um, rights which are then applicable to individuals? Can this legislation be able to do that? Mm. And lastly, as you stated, the economic opportunities which are now arising, how do we make sure that you're able to accommodate those? Pumelelo, I'll take a call uh, from one of our listeners. Uh, that's Duma in Midrand. Duma, what's on your mind? Do you have any questions? Yes, yes, I have a, a question. Um, I've come to the realization that there's a few companies or shops that sell uh, cannabis in Johannesburg, around Johannesburg, uh, Santon, uh, Cape Town, and so forth. Um, I don't think they're selling it for medicinal purposes. So I'm just wondering the legalities uh, regarding that. And like, does, do they need to have a license or, or what? It's a very good question. Um, Pumelelo, speaking about the uh, legalities or uh, licensing around some of these uh, shops, uh, I think some of them are called 420 shops. Uh, you find them all around Johannesburg and as uh, Duma mentioned in parts of uh, Cape Town, actually around the country generally. You know, yeah. what, what are the licensing uh, regulations around some of these shops? Okay. Now, there the, the has to be distinctions between the two and I stand to be corrected on this one in terms of your cannabis, which is the strongest and the highest quality of cannabis you can find, and also hemp, which is a lesser form of it. I would like to think, or the presumption would be, those particular stores are engaging in the selling of hemp products rather than cannabis products, which the cannabis products are the ones in which they're going to regulate because it's much stronger, or the effects on the, on, on the body and mind, it's much stronger than what you would have or what would occur when you are engaging or consuming products that are regarded as being hemp. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, again, there's been this debate surrounding the disparity in regulations between uh, cannabis and alcohol. It, it is a raging uh, debate, which we touched on a bit earlier uh, in our conversation as well. But, Bumelel, on a more general note, and also as we wrap up our conversation, there are concerns that uh, with the approval of this, uh, of this bill, it, it might add to the moral degeneration that we see uh, in, in, in many of our communities, especially uh, at townships, that by uh, allowing a, a bill like this to, to, to continue, it, it basically gives uh, the green light or the go-ahead, especially to young people, to say, well, uh, use this uh, substance for recreational purposes as well, and, and we go on like it's nothing. Give us your observations, generally. Well, there's always that 
debate which is going to be there. And I like how you 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 you, you are likening it to alcohol. At the end of the day, you're not going to stop a person from consuming any cannabis product. Hmm. The only thing that you can do is or to regulate is how much of that particular product can be utilized or be found. And also the regulation is to when you're going to punish an individual when they've overindulged and such. So the use of the cannabis does not take away the impact of the cannabis or the manner in which is going to be looked at if you engage in any criminal activities. But at the same time, you have to find a balancing act of saying, as an individual, as an adult, you also have a right to choose what you want to do with your life and what mm-hmm. to consume and what not to consume. So this uh, bill, for example, it's a step in, it's a, it's a step, it's the first step in many steps which are yet to come, in which is going to say, I'm trying to strike a balance between the two. I've made it an offense if you engage or you consume uh, cannabis products within children or you allow them to be part and parcel of, the, of, of that consumption. Mm. That's protecting the children up until they can make up their own minds as an adults whether they want to consume or not. Secondly, I've also reduced the number of um, quantities that you can be able to have access to mm. up until uh, an individual is well aware as to, as, to, as to what they are doing. So that particular act and that act of responsibility will always fall back on us as the community to say, this is how I want my kids to grow up. This mm-hmm. is how liberal I want my kids to be. And this is the type of consumption which is going to be there. Anything, and, and, and too much of a good thing is also a problem, regardless whether it is food, it is alcohol, it is cannabis, and it's up to the self-control that we've been taught in, in which we then say, this is where I'm going to end it when it comes to my consumption of this product. And just lastly, I have a question popping onto my screen right now uh, that basically says that uh, please ask your guests to clarify that there are laws that allow individuals to sell cannabis products like weed, joints, etc. I'm assuming they're speaking about uh, the recreational use of, 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 of uh, marijuana, given that they are licensed to do so. Uh, if, I, if I'm capturing the question correctly, it would seem uh, they're asking about the selling the cannabis products, uh, not just in shops, but uh, even individuals who are selling these. Uh, what do the regulations say ab- about this? Now, the, the current ones that you are talking that, that you are talking to now uh, are, are strictly looking at the private use of cannabis. When it comes to selling, it's a completely different story. Oh, yes, Hence, yes. That, the explanation that I offered earlier of hemp and also cannabis. There's a the difference between the two, and also the regulation of of those products will be there. So, if you go into that store, they will tell you how strong and how weak that particular product that you want to buy is, mm. and whether it can be utilized by anyone, or there's an there's an age restriction that is there. But I think. It would be a topic that can be better be held by a medical expert yeah, so that the yeah. person can be able to uh, explain the difference between the two and the, 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 the depth of whether is it really a strong substance or is it a substance that you can be able to, to, mm-hmm. to be utilized by anyone. But when it comes to this particular bill, which is simply looking at the private use uh, of, of, of cannabis in our own private homes, Pumelelo, let me thank you so much uh, for your time. That's uh, legal expert Mpumelelo Zigalala giving us uh, his perspective on this uh, pressing issue and exploring the implications of this uh, landmark legislation pertaining to the regulation of cannabis. And with the recent passage of the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill by the NCOP, uh, we really do find ourselves at a pivotal moment in the country's approach to cannabis legislation. We delved into uh, some of the issues around this uh, bill and also some of the challenges and opportunities that lie with it as well. Let's get the latest in news. Here's Nyaka Lotefo with your headlines. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za 
or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.